Hi, friends. Welcome to the Revenue Real Hotline, where twice a week we'll bring you conversations designed to help you make better decisions and find more joy while selling. I'm Amy Rahovchek, and I'll be your guide. Let's go. Donnie Bovine, welcome to the Revenue Real Hotline, friend. I I'm so fucking excited for this conversation and I appreciate you. Good time for us. Welcome. Oh, girl, I've been looking forward to this. I have followed your content for a fucking while. I love a lot of the shit you put out. And that's my favorite thing about LinkedIn right now is the fucking people you get to meet and the conversations you get into. It's just like right now is a cool time to be doing anything in business. And so this should be fun. Especially for change agents like us, Donnie. Sure. Okay, so Donnie, before we like dive right in, why don't you share with our listeners a little bit about who you are and what you do every day, and then we'll get into it. How far back do you want me to go in the story? I'm tell the <laughs> so, well, I, I, <laughs> so let's do it. I can tell it in like two minutes. Yeah, let's so, do. Yeah, it's. I'm yes. more interested in the current, like, so that listeners have the context about. Cool. Two minutes. I'll tell stuff, them how yeah. we got here. So, four years of Marine Corps, 25 years straight commission sales right now. So I sold heating and air conditioning. I sold franchises. I sold commercial printing. And my last career is with an organization called Sandler Training. And supposedly I became one of the top sales trainers in the country, US. Turned 40 before I knew I could start and launch my own business. I didn't even know that was a thing. Blue collar kid always thought you had to work for somebody else and that was going to be the journey. Turned 40, you know, and had a huge epiphany moment that I jumped out, launched my company, Success Champions. The day I launched, attorneys showed up at my farm with my non-compete papers. Mm-hmm. I wasn't allowed to talk about the only thing I knew. I couldn't talk about sales, business development. I couldn't talk about sales management, sales training. So I started off as a success coach. And to this day, Amy, I have no fucking clue what a success coach is. It's obviously some sort of business whore that just says yes to anything. So my first year, man, it was I was doing content, graphic design, video editing, half-ass coaching, anything I could do to make a buck. Well, during that process, almost lost everything, had to tell my wife, we're about to lose the farm. We had a car repossessed, fucking shit went south. My wife looked at me in that moment and said, get off your ass and go sell. And what I realized growing up is I never saw the CEOs of the companies I worked for. So I always thought the CEOs were behind the scenes. So I was behind the scenes building my company. Long story short, found podcasting in May of 2018, taught me a lot about business, how to hire, how to outsource, how to do a lot of things. Five months later, the show became number 22 in the world. And then in May of 2018, my non-compete came up and I had the momentum of podcasting. Now I could talk about sales. Flash forward to where we are now. We operate three companies, have two of the top podcasts in the world, four best selling books and a partridge in a fucking pear tree. <laughs> okay, you know, that is crazy. I'm glad that you went so deep into that because as I was listening and just knowing what I know about you, it's like, how the, where did this fucking person come from? How did they accumulate this perspective, this depth and width of insights? And it's, you know, Donnie, I got a high fucking bar in this particular context. And then I'm reminded about the first time that we met, more specifically, the first time that your name came up. So this is actually an episode that's been released. It's the podcasting Smiles and Cries. But when I was first speaking with Colin about, okay, who are some of our favorite podcasting experts, personalities, friends that have been towards 
you know, teaching or helping others. And you were the first name that popped up, like Donnie, the very first name. And wow. when I think about all the contacts and relationships, thanks for that. All the contacts. Well, I'm a recovering asshole, so I'm not even a fucking nice person. <laughs> so, like, let's just, like, it's real. It's real. And when I right. think of all the contacts and personalities and relationships that have come across Collins Radar, right, through Sales Transformation and SalesCast, to be the number one. And then I'm remembering our like three-way in LinkedIn. And it was just like the rapport was instant <laughs> with you, you. Do you remember? Or is this just me? No, it was no, like, no, it was awesome. It was the it was strangest awesome. sensation. And I'm with you to everything that you've been putting out since. It's been really interesting to see and to learn. I'm getting the chills thinking about like all the 20 notches up the cool chart that you went, like even just for me <laughs> in the past couple hours. But anyway, so I think we could fan Amy, girl. Your fan fangirl showing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I wrote down a bunch of things that we could possibly talk about it, whether it was your piece on neurodivergent, like you called out the bad advice that is don't overthink it. It's just a sales call. That was incredible. The book, Endless Stream of Referrals, like I'm, I definitely want to talk about that one. I mean, there's just so many different things and I'm going to spare you the list here, but I'm curious, like, out of all the things that we could possibly talk about, what's getting you most fired up right now? You know, I'm on a tangent right now because I keep having this kind of same conversation over and over with people. And it's really, it's a frustration. And now I'm on a fucking massive vision to fix this. But so long for so many years, people have been taught this shitty style of selling, of the coercing, the manipulating, the overcoming the objection, yeah. the persuasion. Yeah. It's driving me fucking bonkers because if you do any of that shit it in work. this day and age, yeah. you're going to get your teeth kicked in yeah. and you're going to feel like an asshole trying to do it and try to sell that way. So, you know, right now that's got the main thing that's got me most fired up is to get the people to reframe what sales actually is and get people to fully understand that you're actually supposed to fucking like yourself as you go through this process, not put on a mask and go be somebody you're not and coerce somebody into doing business with you. So, but we can go whatever direction you want to, babe, or if you want to challenge and go deeper, I'm all for that too. Have you read Andy Paul's new book, Sell Without Selling Out? I've seen it, but I stopped reading books. Well, you, you can listen to it too. You understand that's but, but, an option. But, but here's my problem. Because of, and I will throw it out there. I said it. Because of my ADHD, which I never want to leave with. But because of my ADHD, I am so unintentionally shiny object, silver bullet looking all the time. So I had to quit reading books because it was destroying my business. Because every time I read a book, it became the answer. It became the solution that I needed. And I would instantly pivot everything towards that direction of what I just read. So now I can't consume that way anymore because it affects business way too much on a massive scale. Such an interesting perspective. I love speaking with some people that have so much awareness about themselves and about how they learn and their inputs and how that impacts their results. And you know what I did the 80-20 episode, which is one of the, if not the most impactful thing that I learned while selling. And that is that you're going to get 80% of your results from 20% of your activities. 
And the reason that I went so hard and deep into this concept and was meticulous with tracking, right? The what I was doing and then the results that I was getting from it, like you, right? I know what it's like to be commissioned only. So you better be really fucking careful with your time in that instance, but also from an energy perspective, right? And so like our most valuable non-renewable resource is our time and our energy. Now, all that being said, the book is fucking awesome. I have never read, first of all, it aligns with everything that you're talking about right now. So there's nothing in what you just, what you shared earlier that's different. In fact, he breaks down the four different pillars to selling in, right? The opposite, of course, is being selling out or being salesy, right? There's a line in here about persuasion is like a blunt force instrument of last resort, the opposite (laughs) of which- I like that. It's good. The opposite of which is influence, right? And so the chapter is influence rules, persuasion rules, and specifically, but anyway, so the four pillars, connection, curiosity, understanding, and generosity. And as someone that just listened to your episode on connection and then starting the curiosity, like there's, but there's that Andy, as someone that does a lot of reading and loves reading, I'll never write or read the same way again, because it's the simplicity of the way that he styles the book. But anyway, so the four pillars though, Donnie, for purposes of this conversation, build onto one another, right? Good luck being able to truly understand someone if you have not established a strong connection and rapport Mm. where that when you do demonstrate curiosity that you're able, they're going to tell you the truth. For sure. And so once you get the truth, then you can understand them. And then the fourth is generosity, which is, you know, if we want to be smart about giving, it helps to understand what the most important thing is to each of the buyers. And with that, I'm going to stop. But you should like you got to check out this book. No, okay. I like it. I like. Um, it. I want to say one thing sure. on the generosity side of things. I truly believe every sales conversation, both parties should walk away thinking that was the best fucking conversation they ever had in their life. Mm-hmm. And I think the person selling needs to pour so much into the person they're selling to. You know. Nobody knows this one, of course. I keep saying that people are going to start scheduling Zoom calls with me more often, man. But if you fucking jump on a Zoom call with me, we're going to spend two seconds. I want to hear what you do. You're going to hear two seconds what I'm going to do. And then I'm going to spend the rest of the fucking time helping you grow and scale your business. Mm -hmm. I don't give a shit where you are in business. And what I've found over the years is the more you can pour into people and help them actually get where they fucking want to go, it doesn't matter what you sell. They're going to come want to do more of whatever you have. And it, 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 people just have this idea of holding all their shit close to the vest and they don't want to teach and give away all the goods. And I'm like, fuck it, give it all away. There's nothing you can teach, say, tell somebody that's not a quick Google or YouTube search. So mm-hmm. pour the fuck into people and watch them, watch them come and be more in your world and become some of your biggest champions. You know, some of my biggest fans have come from just those cool Zoom calls like that. I'm, I want to pivot us here, Donnie, because you're talking about changing the game around network. Okay. And you're talking to somebody that would get so strategic with the networking. Like my favorite drink to drink at a networking event was a candy Corona, right? Where I would have them put a shot of grenadine in it. So I'm literally drinking a Corona that's pink. And then I would go camp up and it was an instant conversation starter for the other person why is your Corona pink? And so like, there's tons of deep thinking on this, but I'm, you're 
you're building an empire around it. So I'm going to say you've spent a little more time thinking about it. So I like problem statements, right? So starting with what the problem is, and then I guess definitions. So how would you define networking? And then what is the problem with the way that we network right now? Perfect. I love the setup. So networking is opening doors for others and building other people's businesses. That is my true belief and definition of networking. If you look at networking any other way, you're going to lose. Can you say it again for us? It's opening doors for others and building other people's businesses. Networking has nothing to do with you. Okay. This is, it's a complete philosophy shift for a lot of people. So what a traditional networking works in one of two ways. You either A, go to a meeting where a bunch of fucking people sit in a room Spend 35, 45 fucking minutes doing these stupid ass 60 second commercials with dumb ass jingles on the back. I forget about it. Yeah, it's rotating chairs and like getting <laughs> yeah. out cards. Like, <laughs> and everybody's broke and trying to fucking sell each other because they're only using networking to build their business. They're not doing any sort of traditional sales. Or you have a bunch of salespeople sitting around at an after hours event, drinking their asses off all once again trying to sell each other because they don't know how to actually go out and get inquire their own clients. Networking for me is and how I truly believe we've changed how the world networks. It's the idea that you bring a bunch of badasses together that totally buy into the philosophy that if I can get you to the exact person you need to meet, I should do it because it's the right damn thing to do. Not this fucked up giver's game philosophy where I got to give to gain. It's the idea of I'm going to open all the doors I fucking can for you. Universe is going to take care of my ass somewhere down the line. But I'm going to put so much good karma into the world that I can't help but fucking win. And when you can fill a room with a bunch of badasses that legitly understand this idea, that show up to a meeting thinking, how the fuck can I open doors for them today? And are not looking at anybody as a prospect, not going into it with a handout. They're legit opening doors for others. You're going to be blown away by the massive volume of business that people do. But these are people that also understand that networking is not the complete picture of business development for them. It's a portion of their overall business development strategy. And for me, sales is the final conversation to yes or no. Everything else is business development, okay? So most people don't actually have a sales problem. You get in front of somebody, you can get to that yes-no conversation. What they have is a business development problem. So if people can understand that networking is just a piece of their overall business development strategy, they're out prospecting, growing their business through traditional means, and they're willing and have the confidence in their ability to grow their business, they can bring those people that they're getting out in traditional means back to a collective group of people and make introductions to the rest of those people, shit ton of business happens because you've got 20, 30 people that are doing that legitly, mind-changing on the volumes of business that actually happens. I mean, you should be able to show up to a room of people and people aren't as interested in what you do, they're more interested specifically in who the fuck you actually need to meet. You get that and you've changed everything. You know, it's so funny that you say that. I've been thinking a lot about this one, right? It's not about what you know, it's who you know. And Ooh, I'm going to change that up. I'm going to change that up. 
It has nothing to do with who you know. Okay. So a circle of influence knows everybody in town, right? A get shit done person, which we call GSDs, everybody in town knows them. So it's not who you know. It's who the fuck knows you and keeps your name top of mind at all times. Because if nobody's talking about you, then it means you're not opening up enough new doors and not in the marketplace enough. Wow. Okay. So, wow. Listeners, there's an episode, I forget what number it is. It's Dave Whiteside, Dishes Out Sales Doctorates. Dave was a mentor and an AE over at, what, like one of a legendary AE at Thomson Reuters. And when he hit my orbit and I was fortunate enough to, you know, work closely with him, he would remind me, Amy, your job is to be out there. And when people are ready to take on the business challenge and they knew that this day would come that you were front of mind, right? You were the first person that they think of and they call. And so, I mean, that was pretty fucking baller. All right, all. That wraps another installment of Revenue Real Hotline. Today's episode was produced by the fabulous Nian Fiedler. Naturally, I'd like to thank my guests for sharing their brilliance and stories with us. And thank you too, listener. I know you've got a ton of options and I appreciate you choosing us. For anyone who wants to support the show, do follow us wherever you listen and be sure to join us next time for more conversations designed to help you make better decisions and find more joy while selling. I'm Amy Rahovchik and that's a wrap.